0: With gratitude, we would like to acknowledge that Foundry Ridge Meadows is on the unceded, ancestral, traditional and territorial land of the Caetsea and Kwantan people.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Peers in a Pod. Um, I'm Jenny and I'm here with Connor. And we're actually also here with a very special guest today. Um, our therapeutic recreational worker, Stephanie, is joining us. Um, so we're gonna just be asking her a lot of questions about what is therapeutic rec and what does it look like here at Foundry. Um, but just to start, Steph, with a nice softball Mm -hmm. question to get to know you a little better, um, we have just a little icebreaker. So if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be?
2: Oh, um... I thought about this long and hard, and uh, it will always be uh, oatmeal. <laughs>
0: oatmeal? That's the one for the rest oatmeal? of your life. This is gonna be oatmeal.
2: Oatmeal, yes. It's just I. I don't know. I took it into a lot of consideration. Like, am I gonna get sick of it? Am I going to like? Well, <laughs> like, I'm okay. tired of it. Oatmeal's just one of
0: those things I won't ever get. Like just plain oatmeal, or are you putting like flavors in it and stuff?
2: Okay, I'll be honest, one flavor, soy sauce.
0: Yes, soy sauce <laughs> and sauce oatmeal? In your oatmeal. Okay, this is kind of derailed everything that I thought I wanted to talk about a little bit, and now I need to try soy sauce oatmeal.
1: I feel like we could talk about this for a whole episode. I'm so shook.
0: Me. Wow. Um, okay, so mine is much less interesting now. I feel like I was gonna say I was gonna say ramen. Honestly, like really oh, good yeah. ramen. Uh-huh. I love soup so much. I've said it before. Switches. Yeah,
1: I feel like both of those are good too because you can like personalize them mm-hmm. so you can switch it up so if you're eating yes. the same thing it's not the exact same yeah. thing um you both thought well about this and picked things you wouldn't get sick of I didn't consider that uh component so I was immediately just like garlic bread <laughs> like that was just my immediate if I if there was something that I could not give up it would be garlic bread um
0: at a certain point would that, like, start to take over? Like, you, the only thing that you're putting into your body is garlic bread. Do you just exude garlic smell <laughs> all the sure? time? Are you sure that it's going to cut your, like, the roof of your mouth? I oh,
2: just completely... maybe that <laughs> too.
0: Yeah,
1: garlic's, like, pretty good for you, though. It, I it
2: think it's, like, a good. natural
1: antibiotic. It is. So I wouldn't get sick ever. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm also only consuming, like, bread and butter. Yeah, so <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't think that would okay. be good for my health. All right. That was like a nice little softball question. Mm -hmm. Get us started. So now the hard hitting question, Seth. (laughs) I hope you're ready. Um, But maybe if you want to talk about for anybody listening who doesn't know, like what is therapeutic recreation and Mm -hmm. what does that look like here?
2: Okay. Um, I think. I guess I like to like start off first, like what's the difference between like regular um, recreation versus therapeutic rec. So usually people think of rec, they think like you know, they're going out to do something fun. Um, it's meant to be sort of like a diversional therapy, like oh let's distract them from their problems. But that's not necessarily the case uh, with their. Oh well, that's it's a sense diversional recreation, but with therapeutic rec we actually work with the youths and the clients with um, specifically what are their goals, what are something to want like. Work on together and we tailor the recreation to meet their needs. So, um, for me personally, working in Foundry, uh, my goal and my role is to I want to build a safe and um, inclusive community for you to just come, to chill, to get one, to get to know one another and to learn a little bit about mental wellness and just like you know to abolish some of that stigma with mental wellness like, oh, maybe I should only come when I have, when I'm feeling really depressed. No, you should come, it should be like a place where you could you know, you work on your mental health, like, you know, like, your physical health, you know, you exercise or, like, um, and, but for me, I think um, coming to Therapy Rec is an opportunity where youths can meet other um, like-minded um, youths themselves and um, learn new skills, and, uh, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, so. I've definitely, I definitely <laughs> noticed that for sure, like, just being part of the group, seeing, like, through co-facilitation, stuff like that, You definitely can notice a difference in the people that show up and and kind of come regularly. Um, It's a process of like coming out of your shell, being comfortable, Mm -hmm. being like yourself. And for a lot of young people, finding out who you are is something that happens every day, right? Um, So it it can definitely, it's important to have a a safe space for yourself where you can figure out what that is. and, And also like learn that with other people, I think is really important.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if it would have been an episode or two episodes ago, Connor and I were talking about how do you make and maintain friendships and and practice some of that, those social skills. Um, And I think, you know, Steph, you talked about it, but creating that like safe space to explore Mm -hmm. that and to meet new people. Mm is really awesome and to compliments to you where I think you definitely do a really great job at creating a safe space oh. where young people feel comfortable. I know I always feel comfortable in the socials. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, yeah you know. I'm
0: usually like a pretty socially anxious person but there's something just about I guess the, the vibe the energy that's been cultivated in our like recreational space that makes you feel safer for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually had a question, I think I'm going to skip around a little bit in the questions that I, I had, just because there was one that I was really interested in. Um, what, what is your favorite recreational activity? So oh, And this can extend to me and Jenny afterwards, <laughs> we kind of touched on what we like to do yeah. for recreation and fun, but I was interested to know what, what you like to do in your recreational time.
2: Oh, real okay. Um, yeah, for sure. I think that uh, many recreational therapists definitely have a specific recreation they enjoy and they're really good at. And they tend, we our role is to, in a sense, utilize our strengths um, with those rec uh, recreational um, sorry ideas and whatnot. Uh, for me personally, I'm I guess I just really am into gaming and uh, tech and board gaming. Um, camping as well, but outdoor adventures kind of scare me still just because there's so much like safety planning on But but um, so yeah for me I know that a lot of um, youths that come here or uh, tend to also be kind of introverted or also like really enjoy um, gaming and I like to in a sense try to utilize games as opportunity to um, help people to kind of like build their social skills and to feel more socially connected especially when it's really hard to just sort of uh, I guess put yourself out there in a sense. I think that's what personally helped me grow my social skills because I was also very socially anxious when I was uh, in university and, um, uh, and I guess games were just sort of a way kind of like a little bit of like that um, barrier for um, me to just sort of showcase myself but then and eventually get to know uh, everyone and then just in a sense like blossom. And so that's why I personally like to use utilize gaming in my recreation. I just think it's fun. It, it helps. like
0: It's, it's like a softballing situation. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's very easy to get to know people, I feel like, and, and get comfortable with people when you're in a setting that is about having fun, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's how board games, gaming, and stuff like that works so well. It's because everybody is just kind of enjoying it, right? You're you're all just kind of together there to, to do something that everybody enjoys.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you find that mutual interest too. Yes. Like I even find people will attend certain socials because it's something they really enjoy doing in their own personal life. And then mm-hmm. it's a great way to meet other people who also enjoy those things. Exactly. And have that kind of starting off point. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and I guess speaking of that too, that's, that's kind of prompted me so you know your your background kind of starts in in gaming and, and stuff like that you talked about but how do you how do you think of and come up with the variety to kind of touch all the little like different bases that people might have interests in right mm-hmm. so there's cooking socials there's gaming socials there's you know artistic or creation based or, like socials like how do you
2: mm-hmm.
0: come up with those things
2: okay a lot of it's like very um trial and error i think uh, I guess one key aspect is all, is like youth engagement. I really um, the participants that come to our programs they are the ones that really drive what we create in Foundry, and I think that's really important because you know as Foundry we are very youth focused and we want to hear your ideas. And so I think in terms of like I just give people the opportunity to tell me what they want to do, and as a facilitator I will try my best ability to make that happen. And sprinkle in a little bit of like mental health wellness tips and fluff, now based on mm-hmm. research evidence. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'll just I'll cut in quickly
1: just for anybody listening who does not know or isn't aware, we do socials here at Foundry, so I think we're doing them three times a week mm-hmm. now, and we do some kind of recreational activity. Um, as Connor mentioned, we've done like cooking. Sometimes we do different kinds of crafting. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done a few outdoor ones recently, like water balloon fights. Um, tie dyeing, just pretty much anything you can imagine we've done <laughs> and we're open to trying so yeah I mean I can definitely see um, that the youth voice is really important to you because mm-hmm. I, I always hear you asking for feedback and I think that's really important mm-hmm. and it is sometimes trial and error sometimes we do an activity and it's like oh that, was, that did not go <laughs> <laughs> as planned But. <laughs> Now we know for next time.
2: That's okay. I think it's like a great learning experience, even for the the participants as well. Like, you know, we all make mistakes and it's okay because we're all here to like grow and to learn and to improve ourselves. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
1: I'm okay. So I'm also going off a question that we didn't prep you for. So, so sorry about that. (laughs) But we've just been talking a lot about having um, a safe space to explore being social. Mm -hmm. And so I would be really interested to hear a little bit. Because, I mean, I've obviously witnessed it, but for listeners, some of the things that you do as a facilitator um, mm-hmm. to make sure there are safe spaces mm-hmm, and to mm-hmm. kind of encourage that comfort.
2: I think that um, in order to create a safe, inclusive space, it's okay, it's just really important to just initially create a social contract, I think that, or as in sense ground rules uh as like as a boundary against. we don't like to like enforce rules and whatnots, but it's also really important to have like this conversation as a group um i think initially um our ground rules wasn't just made by us it was actually a group of youths sitting together you know how, discussing how can they you know uh, treat each other respectfully i think a lot of times you know we're on our own with all our friend groups we tend to have these assumptions and judgments and whatnot but when you're here we're here to be to figure out how to be respectful of one another to just discuss you know basically um uh, let people know that you know this is a lgbt friendly place you know respectful is like um names pronouns and um like acknowledgement i think it's part for us to just initially set that sort of culture but again um it's not by us but it's by the youths uh we had this conversation together and um afterwards everyone just sort of signed this contract together so i would say like uh Again, um, one aspect of creating safe space is um, trying to get everyone on the right page, and just trying to teach them, you know, how how like how to sorry, uh, how to treat others how you want to be treated yeah
1: the golden rule yeah totally no and i i also think um oh something i think you do is as a role model and as setting an example is sometimes in socials you'll say like i don't know what i'm doing or i don't know about this this is new to me too and so i think having that like vulnerability to be like i don't always know what i'm doing mm-hmm. and setting that example yourself too is another way at least that like i see you create safety and, and that feeling safe to explore because mm-hmm. you're exploring too. A lot of the time you're like, oh, this is a totally new activity for me too. And I think that makes other people more comfortable.
2: Exactly. And I also think like, um sorry, I also believe that in then sense sometimes it can be kind of scary entering a social, you don't know anyone and you kind of don't want to like speak up or anything. And I totally respect that. I think we, you know, we're all here working at our own pace. And that you know you want to be just you know just want to be here and just vibe. that's a okay you know and I want to try to set that as like a very clear um, like expectation like you know you participate to your own comfortability you don't have to like be anyone you just gotta be yourself and you know we here absolutely love that
1: <laughs> yeah come as you are like even if for the first time you just kind of sit and observe mm-hmm. that's totally fine yeah
0: <laughs> and you know, to to a certain extent, like this, this is your it's your job to essentially create a social situation that is beneficial for the people that are showing up, right? You're a facilitator. You're kind of in charge of greasing the wheels socially. But there is a lot of tips and, and techniques in there that are still applicable to just anybody who wants to try and make whatever situation they're in a little bit more comfortable for people, right? Like. When you're starting a group with somebody, maybe you're just with a bunch of friends and you're going to play a game or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the social contract is a super important thing whenever you're just with any group of people. What what are we doing here right now? How is this going to run? How are we going to interact with each other? Right? It's mm-hmm. an important conversation to have because you're setting up everybody's expectations. And we've talked about this in previous episodes before. But if everybody just has their own idea of how they're going to, interacting with people nobody actually says it that's when people kind of start to clash and Mm -hmm. there's hurt feelings sometimes because you might not have the same expectations as somebody else what's normal for you and what you're okay with is totally different from what other people might be right Mm -hmm. so I thought an interesting question might be you know you you talked about um, like what what different socials that you do if there were no limits to what you could plan for a social like money, budget, safety nothing, even, like safety, there were no concerns. Yeah, there's no concerns. You know that it's going to go well. There's you don't have to be worried about anything. What do you want to do?
2: Oh my goodness. Like in your wildest dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I don't want to think about this. Okay. okay. I
0: have what I would like to do. <laughs> it has been like burning in my mind that I want to do so bad have you ever seen those like there there's like mini games on all of those kind of like kids Nickelodeon style game shows but the huge sumo suits mm-hmm. or like when people are like in a pool or something like that and they're on the pedestals and they have those huge like little noodle things and they whack each other with yeah. them mm-hmm. I want to do something like that or
2: have you seen the like big hamster ball things yeah you it's like the hamster, hamster balls ball so where they like run slam into, slam each into each, each other.
0: other I want to do something like that. Oh,
2: that sounds amazing oh my goodness I, I ideally I want to take um, I guess a group of people on a road trip road <laughs> trip, uh, um, and like I guess go camping or it could be an RV trip or just uh, I'm just going back on like a memory of like my drama teacher taking our class to Seattle for a competition it was just amazing he took us on a tour on Seattle all over Seattle and it was just really fun I felt like it was I just bonded with everyone there I really want to just create a I just i know some sort of event where people can just uh, (laughs) oh where people can just like work together towards like a common goal and like you know build some long-lasting friendships along the way and um yeah I don't know for me I just think road trip when I when I (laughs) when I think of that but ideally (laughs) or a camping trip Yeah. you two
1: fun. are thinking too small if we're, <laughs> if we're talking wildest dreams yeah. no budget no like no concerns about safety wildest dreams i'm taking a group of young people to space
0: oh okay <laughs> so we're,
1: we're going to the moon or Why something did I, feel like
0: you, I knew that you were going to bring it to space like, <laughs> I, I don't know
1: if we, you said no budget you knew everything would go perfectly there'd be no safety concerns i was like space
0: I guess that's true. Or like
1: underwater exploration.
0: Okay, so yeah, I feel like you're going like you're going like very big. Why that's not? Like, I guess that's true. Your budget,
1: wildest dream
0: Okay, I'd like to take everybody through the other side of a black hole.
1: <laughs> yeah. Great, yeah. that's more yeah. like it. There you go. <laughs> that's a great, great question. question. Maybe yeah. we'll do one more because there mm-hmm. was a question on here I really liked, um, mm-hmm. and we maybe touched on it a bit when you were talking about the things that you enjoy for recreation. But what would you say for you recreation means for your own wellness in your day-to-day life?
2: Okay, (laughs) I personally view recreation as a means to, I guess, for personal growth. Um, in a sense, like for me, um, if I'm thinking about like my day-to-day self-care recreation, what I do is that I, I write in my journal. I like to think and reflect upon like everything that I've done, list out three positive things in my life, what I'm grateful for. It's just these little like Conscious like habits is like you know what really drives me. It helps remind me like you know why I want to become a therapy rec in the first place. It, it gives me a lot of meaning, and it gives me a lot of passion. Just um, so that's why I see recreation as an opportunity for me to find that motivation, that meaning, that passion, and um, and just to in a sense serve the youths and participants, and um, and also bring that um, feelings to them as well when they come to recreation so just cooking. Or um, a game night. I want them to come here, I want them to have fun, and also believe that, oh hey, I can probably do this with my friends in the future too. Because I'll be honest, I didn't become a recreational therapist just because, oh, because I thought I had great leadership skills. It was because I went, I met a lot of great leaders, a lot of great hosts, friends who just wanted to bring joy to others. And I saw that in them, and I know that you know I'm having a great time, and I want to share that with others. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great answer, (laughs) Seth.
0: It kind of sounds like that, like almost like a passing on of the inspiration that you had from Mm -hmm. people in your own life. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And a lot of times I'm just thinking like, oh, if they're busy, like no one's going to play. Sometimes I um, have moments where like, I go like, oh, I wish someone's throwing a party today or like I wish I'd get invited in something. But I know that, you know, I I know in a sense, it's great to be invited. It's great to have friends that, you know, invite me to their... Gatherings, but I realized, like you know, I also want to give back. I want to, you know, provide fun for others as well and create like daily parties and whatnot. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, and I think like you you can see mm-hmm. uh, how much it means to people who show up. Mm-hmm. It's it's just that hour two hours a day where you can get out of the house and have exactly. fun with people who are like minded and maybe talk about some things that are difficult that are going on for you and have people who can understand, who can relate. Exactly. Um, I think it's so special and I, I think that social aspect is so important to our mental health and our well-being and can be really hard sometimes. It's so hard to meet people. it's so mm-hmm. hard to like be comfortable in a group. Um, and so to have to be able to create that space where it's safe for people to do that, I think is really cool. And I'm glad that we have you here. We're very lucky to have you. <laughs> I could spend the whole 20-minute episode just complimenting Steph. <laughs> well, those were our questions. Um, thank you so much, Steph, for joining us today. It was really fun to have a guest. It's usually just me and Connor. You're our first guest on the pod. Oh, wow. Um, so you should feel really flattered. Uh, because, yeah, it's usually just me and Connor. So mm-hmm. it's nice to have a, another voice and somebody we can interrogate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, and um, in the future, if any of you feel like joining a social, just call in to register. They're really fun, it's a good time. <laughs> um, so until next time you hear our voices, take care.
2: Bye. 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 Bye.